first time back, back in this chair. It's good to be back. Uh, our Old Testament passage is Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 23 through 30. I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David shall be my prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will make with them a covenant of peace and banish wild animals from the land, so that they may live in the wild and sleep in the woods securely. I will make them, I will make them and the region around my hill a blessing, and I will send down the showers in their season. They shall be showers of blessing. The trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and the earth shall yield its increase. They shall be secure on their soil, and they shall know that I am the Lord when I break the bars of their yoke and save them from the hands of those who enslaved them. They shall no longer be plundered for the nations, nor shall the animals of the land devour them. They shall live in safety and no one shall make them afraid. I will provide for them a splendid vegetation, so that they shall no more be consumed with hunger in the land, and no longer suffer the insults of the nations. They shall know that I, the Lord their God, am with them, and that they, the house of Israel, are my people, says the Lord. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God within us, and for the word of God amongst us, thanks be to God. We are continuing these rhythms of life and asking God to bless them. Uh, two weeks ago, we did a Blessings of the Backpack where we blessed uh, our kids. Yes, last week we did a Blessing of Play. Uh, first time I uh, ever used church money for a inflatable bounce house. Um, and today we are talking about the Blessing of Rest. Um, April gave a great sermon a uh, month or so ago on rest, um, and it connected with all of us significantly uh, that we felt like there was more there for us to wrestle with. Seems like so many people I've interacted with uh, are carrying around this exhaustion. And it's an exhaustion that, that I haven't seen before. Obviously, the, the last 18 months are what they are and the impact that they've made on all of us. Maybe it's just I haven't been in this stage of life before and that's what happens when you get old enough, you're exhausted. But I think there's something different. And I don't think this exhaustion is simply relieved by um, taking some time off or some good naps or eight hours of sleep. I think it's an exhaustion that requires something deeper. Because we've had that feeling before where we go to bed exhausted, or at least we try to go to bed exhausted, and then we wake up just as exhausted. Maybe our bodies are more rested, but our minds are wild. So we ask this question, what does it mean to be at peace? And can God provide for us this, this blessing, 
this blessing of rest. In this text we read, there's this line, I will make them a covenant of peace and banish wild animals from the land so that they may live in the wild and sleep in the woods securely. Some of you can sleep in the woods securely. I I don't know if there's anything that can be done. But I, I wonder what the wild animals are in your life. The wild animals that make you constantly be looking behind you. You never know when they're going to pop out, no matter how prepared you are, no matter how secure you think you are, those wild animals are out there lurking. So because of it, there is no true rest. There's no sleep. This, This sleep, this security feeling is always far away. So what is this peace that the prophet calls for? This peace, this, this, this peace that the prophet claims that God will provide. I think if we look to the Hebrew tradition of Sabbath and their rituals, I wonder if we examine their rituals and examine our rituals of rest, two hour, or two weeks of vacation a year, Sometimes a, a three-day three weekend every month. The rituals that the Hebrew people have, the rituals that the Jewish people have, aren't just to not work. As important as that is, there's also instructions for them to do specific things. In fact, the Sabbath starts with them doing something. A meal gathered together with those who they are closest to. And before this meal begins, there's a series of prayers, a series of blessings. There's a blessing of the candles. There's a blessing of the children, a blessing of the wine, a blessing of hand washing, a blessing of bread, and then eventually a blessing of the entire meal. And each of these blessings are unique, but they all start with this same line. Blessed are you, Lord our God, ruler of the universe. Blessed are you, our God, ruler of the universe. In the Old Testament, it says the the Sabbath tradition begins in Exodus. After the Jewish people are freed from Egypt... They are given these traditions. But according to the Midrash, the Jewish commentaries on the scripture, it says that Sabbath actually started while the Jews were still in captivity in in Egypt and Moses was still in Pharaoh's palace. I think it was in this middle of of Moses' eyes being opened. Seeing the suffering of the people, he goes to Pharaoh and he says, If we don't give them one day of rest, they will surely die. And so they're in captivity, they're in Egypt. This tradition of Sabbath begins, this day of rest begins. And at the beginning of this day of rest is this prayer, this line saying, Blessed are you, our Lord. 
ruler of all the universe. Imagine what this would be like to be enslaved people and have this ritual that begins their day of rest, that not Pharaoh is their ruler, but Yahweh is their ruler. It's a revolutionary prayer. It's a prayer that turns the tables up, over. Pharaoh would not like this prayer, and the pharaohs do not like this prayer. And so I wonder if our ritual of rest began with this prayer. A reminder that these things that try to rule us, these people that try to rule us, they do not have the power over us. We are not indebted to them. We do not belong to them. Their systems and their ways are not our authority. God is our authority. I wonder if when you're laying in bed at night and all those things are rushing through your head, those deadlines, that person, your boss that you're going to see the next day and you can't tell if they're happy with your work or not happy with your work, all these things that go through your head, I wonder if you told them, you are not my ruler. The exact translation for that word is, king, you're not my king. <clears throat> this reminder that we are ruled by God and no one else and nothing else. It liberates us. It's also a reminder that we do not rule over anyone else. That no doesn't matter what our status is, doesn't matter of our position in global in the global economy. We are no one's rulers. Only God is their ruler. It also it, it's not just so then it's just sorry, it's not just then that we're free to go. Don't judge me just as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. I'm going to do it. No, there's this invitation from the one who rules us. The one who leads us. We're invited into this process of ushering in this peace. Not just for us, but for all. But that acknowledgement can then sometimes trap us. This, this desire to be a part of God's work, a part of God's liberation, a part of God's peace. Well, the powers can use that even to entrap us again. For some of us, it's we cannot look at our newsfeed without feeling like we have to do something. 200,000 Afghani refugees, what can I do? Polar, polar, uh, polar ice caps melting, what can I do? I'm not sure, I can't remember on the recycling number if, if three is a, a good recycling or if it's not. All these things become overwhelming and all of a sudden they, in, they end up interrupting our rest. 
And in that moment, we are reminded that if God really is the ruler of the universe, that we can trust in God to rule. Someone passed on these, these three questions. And these might be helpful for you. These might be a helpful ritual for you as you begin your rest, whether it's at night or your Friday. The first question is, what's mine to do and what's not mine to do? What's mine to say and what's not mine to say? I have some work to do on what's not mine to say. What's mine to care about and what's not mine to care about? These are difficult questions. The last one especially makes me a bit uncomfortable. But if we can hold the tension that, that God is our ruler and that in, the, that in that we follow that rule, one that brings peace to others, Maybe that will guide us in these questions. We want to borrow from some of the, the Jewish uh, Sabbath traditions tonight. And um, I think it's important to acknowledge um, that we as, as Christians uh, definitely do not want to acculturate any of the Jewish traditions and make them ours as if we can pick and choose from the Jewish ancient traditions, which ones we like, and we become Jesus' people, and those ones become for those who are not Jesus' followers. And so we humbly come before these traditions that have lasted for millennia. So we have two stations, and, and we'll invite you to come up. You don't have to do it in a particular order. One is a, a hand-washing station, and I'll be there. And uh, there's a big bowl. You'll come up, you'll put your hands out, and I'll put a little water over your hands. And uh, you'll just simply uh, rinse your hands. And as we do that, uh, we, I will say, I will say the, the phrase, Blessed are you, O Lord. And you'll repeat after me. And then I'll say, Ruler of the universe. And you'll say, Ruler of the universe. We didn't have any towels. Um, so, drip dry, wipe them on your pants, whatever you feel comfortable with. Uh, while your hands are drying, uh, April will be on the other side and she'll hand you a, a candle and a blessing of that candle, part of the ritual. Uh, April will say, blessed are you, God, my Lord. I should make sure I have it right. Let me say it the same way. <laughs> Let me make sure I'm, I'm saying it different ways every time. Blessed are you, Lord our God. Let's do that together. Blessed are you, Lord our God. Ruler of the universe. One more time. Blessed are you, Lord our God. Ruler of the universe. Glad you got it now. Uh, you'll go over to April. April will hand you a candle. Uh, the last time we did this, uh, we set the smoke detector off because we had them right underneath the smoke detector. Uh, this time April will crack the window and the air is blowing so we should be safe. Uh, 
Um, but as you put your candle into the bowl, if you can start uh, furthest away from you and then we'll move our way forward as opposed to starting closest to you and people are putting their candle over the flame. Is that enough clumsy instructions? All right. Uh, when you are ready, invite you to join us at either of the stations.